Oh yes. They have tasted. This generation has tasted the powers of the coming age. They can now tell that the coming kingdom is a kingdom of power. Power. Full power. Real power. Not political power. Not military power. Not economic power. But real power. The true power. The coming kingdom. This is what he's talking about here. The credentials of salvation. Can you sit down and listen to this? He's saying that this church, this church here, in the book of Hebrews 6, 4 and 6, that this church has the highest credentials. Because when you look at this church, in Hebrews chapter 6, 4 to 6, it sounds more he's talking to the ministry of repentance and holiness, right? Doesn't that sound that like what you're hearing? Because only this ministry has seen the cloud being cold and coming. Has seen the neutron stars collide. The real power of the coming age. Only this ministry. Isn't that true? When you look at this, the credentials here are too high for your fallen apostate church. They are too high. Enlightened, shared in the heavenly gift, anointed by the Holy Spirit already. So you cannot even say, to begin with, they were not part of us. No! They have even been anointed by the Holy Spirit. They are part of the church. They are in the church. And they are a church with a very high CV, a high resume, a high credential. They have perceived already, this church is really born again. This is the definition of salvation. This is the true definition of being born again salvation. That you must be enlightened. Number two, you must have tasted the heavenly gift. You must have shared in the Holy Spirit. Wow. Meaning he is dwelling in you. God is living in you. You must have tasted the goodness of the word of God. And his power thereof. And the powers of the coming age. And he says that if you have all of the above and you fall away, it is impossible to be brought back to repentance. In other words, if you receive Christ and then you begin to behave like Lord's wife, you look back to sin. You look back to the world. You look back to apostasy. You look back to decay. No more sacrifices available. Nothing. Says the Lord. When he says, remember Lord's wife. Now do you understand how serious that was to the church? And if you go to the same Hebrews chapter 6, chapter 10 verse 26 to 31. Hebrews chapter 10, 26, 31. He says, if we deliberately keep on sinning, Hebrews chapter 10, Hebrews chapter 10, I'm waiting for Taiwan to get there. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 26 to 31. 26 to 31. Let me just... Hebrews chapter 10, 26 to 31. It says the following. Another warning that you should remember Lot's wife. 
that you should remember Mrs. Lot. Another warning. Hebrews chapter 10, 26 to 31. And I'm hoping the broadcast team are also opening Bibles and reading. Because we don't have atheists here. No atheists here. Hebrews chapter 10, 26 to 31. It says, If we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sin is left. The key word there is what? Deliberately. Deliberately. You know that this is sin and you want to go into it and you say that when you go into it you are going to be able to I will go back and repent. Uh, he is raised, he is warning you very early. Temprano, very early in the morning. Before you even think about going there. Right? If we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left, but only a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. Verse 27 raises it to you very clearly that there is a very thin line. Verse 27 raises very clearly to you that there is a very thin line between being a friend of God and being an enemy of God. Verses 26 and 27, they raise it very clearly that there is a very, very thin line, very thin, unbelievably thin line between being a friend of God and being an enemy of God. He's saying, for those who are born again, those who are God's people, if they choose to go back to sin, to look back like Mrs. Lot, he's saying they automatically convert into the enemies of God, and then what is waiting for them is the raging fire that will consume which people? The enemies of God. Enemigos de Dios. This is serious, blessed people. Serious. He say, verse 28, anyone who rejected the law of Moses died without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. How much more severely do you think a man deserves to be punished who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, who has treated as an holy thing the blood of the covenant that sanctified them, and who has insulted and abused the spirit of grace? Verse 30, for we know him who said, it is mine to avenge. I will repay. And again, the Lord will judge his people. It's a horrendous thing. It's a dreadful thing. It's a fearful thing. It's a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of the living God judging you. The warning that Mrs. Lord presents to this generation. The Lord exalts, he raises Mrs. Lord, he raises Luke 17, verse 32, he says, remember Lord's wife. Why? Because she attempted to look back and was struck. The 
years of looking back that you see has consumed the present day Christian. Your modern day Christian has looked back totally. You know there is going and trying to look back. You cannot. You are facing forward and looking back. You cannot. But the present day church has even turned. They are walking towards the world. If you look at their programs, dating of young men, someone is coming to teach dating, how to date a girl, how to date a what. If you look at their dressing in the church, if you look at their abortions, their immorality in the church, the second wives by the pastors, the men today in the streets come to church to look for a good girl. Good in quotes. At one point, I remember there is a woman that came to me and in that counseling session she said she asked me is it good for someone to bring their husband to church or is it a bad thing? I said what do you mean? It's obviously very good. You must bring everybody else. said but mine when he went to this part, when I brought him to this particular church he hooked a girl there and made her pregnant now we are two wives. That is the credential the church has presented today. That tells you has not only the church looked back, but they have really turned. They are walking towards the world. They are saying, no, let's go back to Egypt, cucumbers, and big pots of fish. Let's go back to Egypt. Big tomatoes, fresh cucumbers from River Nile, and freshly baked bread from the bakeries. They are on their way back to Egypt. But Korah Dathan and Abiram were struck down. The earth opened and struck them. The Lord struck them in. Swallowed them. He says, remember me, says Lord. Remember Lord's wife. I'm just reading the third one, then we take a short break because I said, this is a very long service tonight. Is anybody ready for this long service? Yeah, yeah hallelujah! I'm glad you didn't say, Kenya, oh, hey. I'm glad you didn't say that. <laughs> I remember one time we went, I don't want to mention the country, they said, oh yeah. So now, this is serious. Now you are beginning to understand the gravity when the Lord said, remember Lord's wife. What she did that became an eternal catastrophe. A tragedy. The Lord is using, now you understand why the Lord is taking somebody who lost their soul permanently into hell, eternally into hell, the lake of fire. He's using that now, raising it to teach the present day church the dangers, the warning on backsliding, the warning on disobedience to God's voice, the warning to rebellion. You see many times, I don't know about your countries, but many times in countries like Kenya, where road accidents can be quite an issue, consume a huge population, kill people, road accidents. In countries like Kenya, and I've seen them in Latin America, other countries also which have taken, have traveled with this word, with this announcement. What they do, they take one of the worst accidents where the car was, was not and opened and all people died even the roof was smashed they normally take that car and they put in the highway at a very 
strategic place they put on a tall metal pillar and put that accident car up there. When you are driving on the highway, you see that car. They don't take a nice car, a picture of a nice people that arrived home, a family coming out of their car and they are entering their home, they have arrived safe. They don't do that. They take a car that was smashed very badly in an accident. Everybody died. And they build a tall pillar of metal and they hang it up there and they show the way it was damaged. If you look at it yourself, you know that everybody was crushed. Everybody died here. That is what they put on a very strategic part of the highway. Autopista in Spanish. Highway. So that when you are driving, they say, remember Lord's wife. So that when you are driving by, they are telling you, remember Lord's wife. Remember this danger here. The danger of being this. Of doing this. That is what the Lord is doing here. In other words, when somebody takes an accident car, a bus that was really mangled and everybody died, 56 people died, and he hangs it up there on the road, and you are driving on that road, and then you see it, that person is fighting for your life. That person is loving you. He's fighting for your soul. They have seen that you are going dangerously. They want to stop you. Say, please don't do that. They are saving your life. That is what the Lord is doing here. He is saving your life. When he says, remember Mrs. Lord. Remember Lord's wife. And we have seen in the book of Hebrews 10, 26, 31, that is a dreadful thing to receive the grace, to be born again, and then deliberately choose to go back to sin. Why? Because he's saying the blood of Jesus is the ultimate sacrifice. The blood of Jesus is the only sacrifice the Father accepts. And so if you abuse the blood of Jesus, then there is no other sacrifice available for you. And Jesus gave all his life there and put sufficient power to deliver the church to remove you from sin and into holiness from the world to the kingdom of God from the lake of fire into heaven has sufficient power so when you receive Jesus and you go back to sin you are shaming Jesus you are making Jesus ashamed you are making the enemies of Jesus laugh at him You are making Jesus, hear you saying that the first Calvary is not enough. In other words, you are crucifying him a second time. He is hearing the nail pierce. Ta! 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 The rusty nails. The nails were long and rusty. Let me ask you. Are you aware that some aspects of the cross were not presented in the Bible? Are you aware that the things I saw when the Lord showed me how Jesus was crucified are not in the Bible? The gruesome aspects of the cross are not in the Bible. What was put in the Bible was a form that is gentle and kind. So you can easily not think it's so serious. But let me tell you about this. Look at this now. 
in crucifixion, they made sure that your legs, of course, were overlapped and nailed with long, rusty nails. Rusty. Number two, they made sure that you, your feet were not very far off from where? From the soil. So that the dogs can come and eat your legs. The wild dogs, the wild animals at night. In the crucifixion Jesus went through, they would stretch you, look at this now, take the left hand and pull it to the end and nail it, nail it with a rusty nail and then take this one and pull very far and nail it with a rusty nail. Breathing was impossible. Your chest cannot breathe. Do you know that the Bible has kept away the gruesome parts? Do you know, do you know that the gruesome, the worst parts of crucifixion, the Bible puts a civilized form? But in crucifixion, they pull the left hand very far and nail it over there with a long rusty nail which is thick also. Thick. And then they take the right hand and pull it so far as if they are about to split open your chest and nail it over there. Breathing is impossible because when you breathe, you need your cage, your chest cavity, the cage to move out and in, out and in. But when they do so, it was not impossible to breathe. It was not possible to breathe. It was not any possible to breathe. It was now impossible to breathe. Do you know that the real agony of the was kept away from the Bible. And they chopped off your knees. Bible, that one they put. With an axe, they would come and cut the knees. And the wild dogs would eat you. There are many aspects of crucifixion that were not opened up in the Bible. There are many crucifixions the Lord showed me when the Messiah was crucified. And I always break down when I'm preaching and I weep like a child. More than that. There are special not placed here. But even God the Father, prayer him first before he would bring me in to see him. On the cross. He had to prepare him first and cover him. My Lord. Please. Do you know that there are many aspects of crucifixion not presented in the Bible? The severest aspects of crucifixion. For example, you would never breathe. They would pull the left hand to the end. And nail it there with a huge, long, blunt, blunt, rusty nail. Only the tip is what? Is sharp. And then they would pull the right hand to the worst end, to the extreme end, where now you cannot even lift up your chest and breathe. And nail it. So when he says, go to them and tell them to remember Lord's wife. To remember the dangers of taking the salvation of Christ paid so heavily like that and then looking back please go and tell them go and stand before them and tell them that
He says, there is no more sacrifice for sin left. My Lord. Now you understand. Because that was the ultimate. The ultimate sacrifice, the blood of the Lamb. The glorious blood of Jesus. The one that opened the blind eyes in Kericho today. That was celebrated today from Brazil. You cannot abuse that blood the way the present day church is abusing and enter the kingdom of God. You cannot. I have not yet begun the message. We are simply in the introduction. In fact, we are in the beginning part now. I just came from when Mrs. Lot looked back and then I went to Hebrews 6, 4 to 6 and Hebrews 10, 26 to 31. Now I'm going to Second Peter chapter 2, verse 19 to 22. Then I now enter the message. That you may understand the synonym. What God was saying. Second Peter chapter 2. Are you there with me now? Do you now understand the gravity why I said I need to talk to the church globally? Nobody answers me again. Emeritus is here at least. He normally answers me aloud. Second Peter chapter 2. Verses 19 to 22. Warning on the abuse of the grace. Lot's wife was saved. She was redeemed from the fire and removed outside the gate of fire, outside hell. Salvation. Jesus saves you. Germany. He saves you from what? From the lake of fire. So she was removed and taken out of the lake of fire. But when she looked back, she fell right back into fire. You cannot do what the present day church is doing and survive the lake of fire. Where they are raising. Look at this now. Can I put it this way? Can I put it this way? He is saying, you cannot take the salvation of Jesus and live like the unborn again and expect to enter heaven. Uh-huh. That is now powerful, right? You cannot take the salvation of the cross so heavily paid for like that, right? And then live like the atheists who have not yet received Jesus and enter the kingdom of God. I can give it to you for free. Take it to the bank. It will be honored there. You cannot enter heaven with that. You cannot take the salvation of the grace that Jesus paid for so heavily like this. And then choose to live a life like those people who are not born again. And then enter the kingdom of heaven. That is what the present day church is doing. Thinking they will enter. Number two. You cannot take the salvation of the cross and the blood of Jesus. The salvation of the grace so heavily paid for. And I am going to warn the broadcast team. Always looking at me at the corner there instead of writing. We don't take it this year. You cannot take the salvation of Jesus. The salvation of the grace paid for so heavily like this. And then look at this now everybody. And then choose to live like those who hate Jesus. And then enter heaven. Do you now understand what I'm talking about here? I think now we have reached a point of conversation, right? Now we are starting to have a conversation. Again I repeat. 
What the Lord is saying, remind them of Lord's wife. Those that look back. They have been saved, born again, and then look back. After you've written, you can now focus on me. He's saying that you cannot take the salvation of Jesus so heavily paid for like that, like the things I've just described now have shocked you. You have shocked you like, just a moment. That's unbelievable what Jesus paid for us, right? So you cannot take a salvation so heavily paid for like that by God himself and then live like those who do not know Jesus, the atheists, and then enter heaven. That is what the present day church is attempting to do, my Lord. Do you understand why I come to you? Do you understand the tragedy now? This is serious. Number two, I said, you cannot take the salvation of the cross and the blood of Jesus, paid for so heavily like that, and then look now, choose to live like those who hate Jesus, who do not know him. They hate him. Those who hate him. And then enter heaven. Are we now beginning to talk together? Oh yes. This is what he meant by remember Lord's wife. That's why I said in the beginning of this message that when I bring this message to you, the objective is very simple. The purpose is one, to be able to awaken you that you may take your Christian salvation much more seriously. The objective is that you may now take the holiness of God much more seriously. The objective is that you may take the grace of God much more seriously now with reverence and fear and trembling. That you may never take it for granted and abuse it. The way the present day church in the modern world, including Kenya, has abused it. They think you can take salvation of Jesus, pay it for so heavily, and then live like people who are not born again, secular world, and enter heaven, my Lord. You cannot. This is now a serious wake up, right? Then that's why I said in the, in the introduction, now this is now introduction. The first part was preamble. Now you can tell how heavy the message is, right? This is now serious. And he's saying, the first warning I gave you was Hebrews chapter 6, 4 to 6, right? Looking back like Mrs. Lot, right? Lot's wife. And the second example I gave you is Hebrews chapter 10, 26 to 31, right? Can I give you the third one? Second Peter chapter 2, verses 19 to 22. There he becomes more brutal. He says the dog has returned to his vomit, eating it again. The very place where your daughters, you had given your daughters to about more than thousands of men to abuse them the way they want. You had removed your virgin daughters and said, please abuse these ones the way you want. But don't touch the angels of God. You want to back and go back there now. It has returned to eat it. Right? Eat it with his tongue and eat it on the soil. Chapter 2 9. Chinese say it loud. Second Peter chapter 2 19 22. Second Peter chapter 2 verses 19 to 22. They promised them freedom while they themselves are slaves of depravity. For a man is a slave of whatever has mastered him. 
if they have escaped the corruption of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and they are again entangled in it and overcome by that corruption again they are worse off at the end than they were in the beginning the other versions say their final condition is worse than the beginning it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than to have known it and then turn their backs to the sacred command that was given to them that was passed on to them of them for them the proverbs are true a dog returns to his vomit and the pig a soul that has been washed clean with soap returns to wallowing in the dirty stinky mud that is mixed with his excrement can you imagine that when he says remember lord's wife right this is serious so we are taking a short break when we come back then i now begin the message because i've laid the introduction now this is serious the lord bless you todaraba todaha very merefov very powerful mitsuya thank you